Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. I am excited to be here. You know the website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. There's a donation button. You could use it now. We're out of, we're out of Christmas time. Don't give to the food people anymore. <laughs> give to me. Give me $100. Uh, it's a dream. It's a dream I have. Or you can order stuff, of course, on the merch page. Ranger t-shirts. Get a magnet. Yeah, free magnet until I run out. And then uh, CDs and stuff. Anyway, uh, Mike Rickberg sang the song you just heard. Vilmos does the website. And Patrick Brady... He, uh, he fixes the audio once it gets to him. So sitting in my living room, two guys who are comics and musicians, and quite honestly, uh, I'm fans of both of them. So let's get right to it. Mr. Henry Phillips, welcome to the program. Hey. Yay, Mr. <laughs> Mike Furman, welcome to the program. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's uh, less, <laughs> less excited about it. That noise gate would have completely got rid of you there. Wait, you have a noise gate? I tried to say hi. It's, that was uh, that was latency. When, oh, okay. Yeah, that was what it was. Well, it's, uh, I'm going to go. make you eat that damn mic. All right. I brought it, so I'll, I'll eat it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right, right. It's, uh, you I only use mic. my own microphones. <laughs> No, it's because I have a little bit of a, a little, a little bit of a sore throat happening, so I don't want to, I don't want to ruin a microphone of yours. All I don't right. want to start a colony inside your microphone. Right. <laughs> Maybe couldn't I put it in the freezer and 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 freeze away all the bacteria like they're doing with jeans now? Oh, you can you do that? Fancy jeans? No. no. Oh, Mark Marin and Andy Wood have these jeans that you never wash, and you're just supposed to put them in your. Put them in the freezer and 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 you never wash them. You put them in the freezer to get rid of bacteria. That's actually brilliant, isn't it? I, I guess so. Going. Yeah, that that's disgusting. a great idea. But uh, yeah. well, I I um I had uh, I got some jeans recently. Two pair from the um from the Levi's people. It's a long story. <laughs> it sounds like I'm it's name dropping or something. But uh, let me get that. But they actually said. Um, I said, well, when I wash these, are they going to be? Uh, you know, are they going to shrink? And they were like, you don't wash them. Wait, they just said so you don't like wash that. your jeans. It, this girl said, nah, you don't wash your jeans. And I'm like, you don't want to tell me that because I don't wash them anyway. But now I'm really going to not wash them. <laughs> and I, I don't. And I don't know if they mean, but I, I don't know if they know that I wear the same ones every day for years. They must. But, um, but yeah, but I thought that they, but for all I know, they might be like, nah, you wear them for six months and you do them once a week or whatever. And you have like tons of them or whatever. And you have a lot of money. But I, that's what she said. She said, you don't wash your jeans. So, so were these a fancy high end Levi? A rock? Uh, uh, denim? I guess Shall, if it was like the, the Levi's people themselves. And um, oh, did you order them through the where you build your own Levi kind of thing? No, it's like uh, no. I was at that? I was at, that? yeah. There's work being done there where you can order. You can build your own Levi. Weird. Um, yeah. What, what would you do differently? I have no idea. I'd probably have like two legs. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go belt loops? You, you, know, know, what, you know what I would do uh, to help the ladies out of the world? I would make uh, ladies' pants have deeper pockets. Uh, since having your wife, I have noticed that ladies' jeans. Uh, Jackie, tell me if this is true or not. Yes, um, I'm a lady. Jeans have insanely shallow pockets. I'm I wearing can fit one tarsal of my finger into my. Pants. I'm wearing. The shortest, the shortest pocketed jean I've ever owned in my life. Yeah. It's weird. I it's... can fit my whole arm into my pants pocket. Yeah. fit one pinky into one right. of those pockets. I wow. Bet these are, uh, I, I went a little crazy. I bought these jeans. These jeans were $144. You know what that is? Gross. Oh. Uh, I'm here all week. Here <laughs> all week. Don't forget, to, 
Let me adjust it. Is, is it is it making it sound like I'm eating a Danish? <laughs> well, if it does, I don't want to use it. I don't right. use a different wire. Might be, might be a Danish. But look what I found in my tiny pocket. I found a tiny, tiny set list. Oh, the cool! Of all set lists. Do you send yourself set lists on pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> it's it a it's a strip about a centimeter wide and six inches long. It's an open mic sign up page. Four inches. And so, oh, thank you for correcting me. Yeah, not, to be honest, not six inches. <laughs> right. You don't want to. You don't want to create that kind of lie here. And anyway, so um, yeah, that's a set list right there. That's cool. It forces you to We're not show not overdo it. You know. Right, and you get have this. To be concise. I uh, forgot to do one of these jokes, so that'll happen. Which right. joke was it? Can you the go joke, back? Uh, yeah. I don't think I can. The third. You might be doing it for more people now than you did at the show if you do it right here. Oh, I did it for at least twenty-two uh, stand-up comics at the Nerd Melt open mic last yeah. night. Okay. And uh, they were like, "Hey, we have a special treat," and I said, "You know what that means? That means you guys don't get to go up. It means Jackie gets to go up uh, instead of you guys, and it's a bit of a disappointment." Did you run the light for forty-five minutes? I did not. Uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to go. Weigh-ins. Put them in their place. I didn't want to do a weigh-ins on them. I, I thought nobody needs that kind of work. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so who knows what it was? So let's talk yeah. now. Now, when I when I said you want to be on the Dork Forest to Henry Phillips, he said, "Why don't Why don't me and Mike Furman be on together and we'll talk about music and comedy?" Because it is mocked openly. Just so you know, like oh yeah, yeah by us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, own it. Yeah. That's that's the thing about dorkdoms is that if you you mock it first, then they can't get you. Sure. Yeah, I was thinking. Recently, uh, well, there's a famous quote from Dolly Parton where she says, don't talk bad about country music. That's like saying something bad about my mama. Those are fighting oh, words. Right. And I was like, that's interesting because I can't see musical comedians <laughs> saying those are fighting words in yeah, any. About any words. <laughs> there are no words that are fighting <laughs> yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those are your words and I'll accept that. <laughs> I'll um, accept that. And there I'll just go some... back into my corner here. But yeah, yeah we're not like a, a very uh, belligerent group. <laughs> right, Which like... I think that about that quote, I, and I'm sort of like, I know it's meant to be funny, but it's like, no, it's just somebody disagreeing with your music. Don't get defensive and, and well, like, violent think, for no reason. I think what she's going off of is that's, a, that's heartfelt. Like, that's from the heart. Yeah. And this is all just from our head. Yeah. Like, our heart has nothing to do with our <laughs> oh, music. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. That's yeah. a Did good you guys point. learn to play guitar to get the ladies? Is that not why you learned to play the guitar? Or uh, were you, were you drawn question. to musical instruments? Hmm. I uh, did not. I don't think I ever did you always? I, I mean, you I, there always... must have been a part of me that thought, well, maybe this will be my, my thing. But I think it might was have it been more dick? of an afterthought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the part of me that was saying, maybe, <laughs> maybe this will happen. Work. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I thought I might be cool or something at one point, but, uh, um, sure. it has, it has a glamour to it. Yeah. So why yeah. Would you Especially be like, oh, when, you know, when you're in your early oh, yeah. teens yeah, and stuff, you that. know, yeah. but it didn't work out that you way. Know <laughs> <laughs> well, actually to, uh, I've, I've known Henry for years and, uh, and Henry would be the guy that like at a party though, would be, would have like a crowd. Like it wouldn't be like the guy, you know, like, it's not the guy who John Belushi breaks his guitar over his head, you know, like, <laughs> right. you know he, yeah. he would actually have like. It would be like a show. There'd be you know like twenty people sitting around laughing, and you know yeah. you'd be doing songs. It'd be, it was awesome. I start well. Yeah, I, I actually started out um, with a lot of that, like being at a party, and oh, okay. uh, people would be like, uh, you know, but it, there was already it was a lot of musicians hanging out anyway, and there was right. guitars going around, and 
and I think that that's the best way uh, to write in the beginning because you can find out whether something's funny before you take the the labor of actually writing the song because you could do the first couple of lines and if everybody laughs you go oh maybe there's something there right, right. And, it, and it's harder because now that I'm older or whatever I don't really hang out in those kind of situations as much so I have to kind of hope that whatever <laughs> I'm doing is funny right and then go on, on stage and do it and then go oh well I wish I was at a party and I could have found out that that was a tanker <laughs> you could just create a poll online yeah and just say which song should I uh, hear you a fourth line from each one yeah and with like an audio and then just go here you go here's two here's a minute all right anything no yeah right. I got an idea. Yeah, I'm gonna exactly. I'm gonna propose you do a choose your own adventure type song where yeah like yeah. a flowchart song <laughs> where you do like a couple lines and if they whichever one they clap more at yeah then yeah. you go in that direction which joke go. should it go the dick direction or should it be a you know some something, sort of Marxist yeah. Leninist kind yeah of yeah exactly deep deep into what was Polk like and that way yeah that? and that way if the song's no good you can blame the audience and say well you guys chose yeah, it there you, you, go. Know, right. you wrote it there what so what uh, but I am kind of curious if were you in band or orchestra when you were a kid? Like, did you start um, out learning music? Can you read music? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was I was really into it. Um, I started just messing around and then... Um and then I, and I had very limited experience uh, with the band. I think when I was like eight, I played a little bit of trombone for a little bit, but I, I don't think it's even anything Does that's worthy of. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it counts. Did you take um, guitar lessons and learn music? Yeah, I, I, I got into the guitar when I was eight. Also, and um, okay. yeah, and that that was the one that I really uh, enjoyed doing. And yeah, I, I took you know real lessons with a teacher who taught you yeah. how to read music, and that was annoying. But what he did was he, <laughs> he taught half half of it was uh, the lesson was you know how to read music and boring stuff, and then the other half was like, all right, what's the song that you want to play? That's the way to do it. And that was that was what I really got into. And uh, I remember learning Stairway to Heaven. And my oh, babysitter right. had a bunch of his friends come down, you know, this older kid who lived on the block, yeah, yeah. and they were like, dude, this kid can play Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and I remember playing it, and, and that feeling was really cool. It was like, oh, I was, and I then was they popular got you for a second. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my, uh, they started turning me on to Black Sabbath <laughs> and all kinds of weird stuff. But, um, yeah, and, and, but yeah, in the long run, I wound up really getting fascinated with music theory and stuff and learning all that. And, oh, I, really? Yeah. Okay. I think oh, it Henry's a uh, far more phenomenal musician. Uh, than, I don't know. Than about I am. That. I don't um, know. Man. No, because he, he's he's now uh, and now and and actually when I say now because only in the last couple of years you are now classically well more well versed than you were before. Henry took like classes at UCLA and I don't know what yeah certification uh, orchestra- degree, orchestration yeah oh, right so, right um, writes like studies really into and, it and, yet and and composition and stuff like that or yeah mostly uh, orchestrating you know like writing for all the different instruments and putting them together and oh, that's um, neat yeah and that's cool and then mostly what i'm doing now is i'm doing i'm writing orchestrations like traditionally and then just um using uh sampled instruments to you know oh to fill out the band yeah (laughs) and it's all in the name of comedy and this kind of gets gets relevant to one of the things that i wanted to talk about is that and uh and one of the reasons i'm such a fan of mics is that it's like i don't i never really felt like the joke should be that the music is bad I think the music should be a constant. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if you didn't speak English, you should be able to listen to it and go, oh, this is that type of song or whatever that's going right. on. That's what always... And it's the same thing with, with parodies when you watch a, you know, a, a sketch or a short film that's making fun of something. The more it looks like the real thing, the more the joke will land, I Definitely. think, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, I, I feel like yeah. it's... The funnier thing is when somebody at a level inside... 
that should be taking this seriously is not taking it seriously. That's where, to me, is like the <laughs> yeah, yeah. actual pearl of it. <laughs> yeah, and to exactly. be a, like an accomplished musician who could like, that guy could actually deliver a fine piece of music and that you have this like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> and then yeah. like make it a joke. That's, that's amazing. Well, yeah, the, one of the first things that really inspired me was that we were talking about the uh, the Dr. Demento show, which, you know, I grew up listening to. And um, yep. There was a bit, and I just was happy enough to find it on uh, YouTube recently. Um, a lot of this stuff is coming up on YouTube. Stuff that was like extremely rare back then. It's like, oh, now you just pull it up on your phone and, and listen the, to and it. And the video is just like a shot of a record player. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, wow, I had to blow a guy in order to get this back in high school. <laughs> and the video is just a guy blowing another guy. Now, now these kids can just get it on their phone. Yeah. Now they just blow people for fun. No, <laughs> I don't know. Where <laughs> you don't have to blow the guy. No, Henry. Oh, really? Oh. No, you just download it. Too. It's only a dollar. <laughs> anyway, no, but going back to this song, so um, it's uh, it's uh, that swinging manger, and it's away in a manger done uh, by like a Frank Sinatra impersonator. Right. But what's so great about it is, and yeah, and you can find it online. I think Bob Francis I'll is the guy's name. The yeah, right. and. The uh, I think the first ten seconds of this video clip is is a different song, but then it goes into it on there. But the orchestration is perfect, and the guy does such a great Frank Sinatra. And if you if you listen to it, and, and he never pushes it too far. It's just a little bit sacrilegious because he's just like you know that little cat Jesus sleeping in the hay, and it's just like wow, that's a little bit. I mean, it's Frank, but he's kind it's of a being flippant. a little bit yeah. But he, he never like says fuck or and you know anything right, right, right. like that. It, he no never really whistle. he never gives it away completely. <laughs> so you can actually play this for people like older people and say hey, here's Frank Sinatra, and they'll be like I don't know, I think that's a little bit much, you know. That's uh, you awesome. Know, that cuckoo yeah. manger. <laughs> and uh but yeah but that's and but I was like wow the work that must have gone into that I mean they got it back in those days they must have had a real orchestra just come in <laughs> a really good Frank Sinatra impersonator and just just to make this one little silly subtle joke oh yeah and I I love it yeah that's great I think about that with the Wallace and Gromit movies oh yeah it's like yeah. How, how much time it takes to do that claymation stuff oh yeah and how yeah. every joke is worth a half a day really oh, it's I know. worth a half a day right to make cotton candy be on that guy's head all and, in the name of yeah just making a little joke right just to know? make a joke and I just I appreciate the workmanship in that. Oh, it's, totally. It's like the hard and firm stuff is like that where oh, yeah. you guys put so much, there's so many layers and so much memorization. What did you, I mean, there's like the periodic table one and there's oh, yeah. the dinosaur one and there's the. Oh, it's pie. Yeah. It's the pie. periodic table is uh, Tom, Le- playing, Tom Lair. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I can't take research. credit for Tom Lair. <laughs> I'd love to, but I can't. <laughs> you are Tom Lair. Yeah. You're, the, you're the modern day Tom Lair. Yeah. No, I would say that. And, um, because yeah. Mike, working um, so it's HenryPhillips.com, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it Furman? Yeah, Mike Just Furman. Mike oh, Fur- MikeFurman.com. It's yeah. MikeFurman.com. Yeah, and and so, and you have you know duo stuff with uh, with Hardwick yeah. with Chris Hardwick, and then yep. you do solo. Stuff. And now I'm doing. Uh, I'm the I'm the one man band on the Nerdist show on BBC. Oh, that's it. I'm the guy oh, off to the fantastic. side. Who's, oh, fantastic! Yeah. I have a I have a set of electric drums that are. The symbols are triggers for Ableton live patches. Oh, great. So I'm playing, and then I have like a a little kid's drumstick, my son's uh, little drumstick that's rubber banded to the top of the guitar, and I'm hitting that and like <laughs> and trying to trigger drum sounds, and it's ridiculous. Oh, oh that's great. What's an Ableton? What's Ableton? Oh, Ableton uh, is a company that makes a program called Live, which Howard Kramer, Dragon Boy's Wood, uh, oh, turned yeah. me on to. Um, 
Actually, I, uh, I've heard about it for a little while. Um, Jonathan Colton does a song with it, um, and it's it's amazing. I, it, it's, uh, my Just God, sound effect. It's well, or? what it is, it it does traditional recording, you know, like you know, like tape style, you yeah. know, track after track. But it also has a mode that is. Um, picture a big grid and there are uh, control surfaces that are just these big it looks like the you know the this is old 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 reference but bye young people um, <laughs> I, uh, remember the sleaze stack yeah the little tray of uh, crystals yeah so it oh, looks yeah, like yeah. that it's just this big crazy tray of looking you know little crystal looking things That's but awesome. they're just buttons and each one is you know represents a little box in uh, the program and when you hit it it starts that sample rhythmically like it'll it'll wait you know the, the millisecond it takes to be on the one as opposed to just like not you know I mean you could do it if you had great rhythm um, and you can turn that function off too anyway point being um, that you can you know you play yeah. you're, you're basically playing samples like instruments and you're it's good for DJing it's great yeah, for like no, that's fantastic. you know it's yeah it's crazy awesome and it's great for this because then I can just trigger you know like yeah. I, I did a thing actually I don't even I don't think I performed that one I had one ready where I turn the guitar upside down and play the back of the guitar like a drum but then use the guitar to mm-hmm. be triggering guitar samples so oh. the drum set is actually the guitar, and the guitar was the drum set, but I didn't go through it because it was. Oh yeah, now that stuff is really coming handy, especially like um, you know you can you can hit a trigger and have an eight bar trumpet line play. You totally, know? that's exactly yep. yeah. Or or an eight bar anything, strings, yeah. you know, whatever, and uh, you know just hit it, you know, just like you would hit a drum, and instead of making it one one monosyllabic hit, it would be like an entire like a eight bars river. of music, yeah. anything you want, yeah. anything that yes, yeah, so. and it can launch into like, and then after that, it'll automatically go into a loop where it does this thing, and then when I hit that, it undoes that. I mean, like you can trigger. You can assign everything to everything. It's just so, ridiculous. So I mean, it's really fun too. It's it sounds really fun. It sounds like it's a, a an exercise in programming too, yeah, right? It is. I mean, is that because you have to understand the 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 program and and be able to? A, yeah, a basic little you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a basic little noodle you know, not flowchart, but I mean, kind of like that. I, I haven't used the Ableton. I don't know. I just I just know the name because it, a lot of it came with a lot of other items that you buy, you know, right? Like uh, outboard boxes and stuff like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I always thought it was just a regular recording software you know but i didn't realize that the sleaze stack thing sounds awesome yeah that's really, really, <laughs> really cool that's yeah. really cool it's putting a lot of people out of work i'll bet yeah i oh, mean uh creating we, well it's interesting yeah. like when, oh, go ahead, go ahead. we did um our chips musical a year ago or whatever and uh we we basically had a three piece band and trying to do a musical that that had you know horn sections and strings and oh, everything right, like that. Right, because you wrote a musical. Yeah, and that's and that wasn't the point of bringing this up. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, it, it does happen you to be did. part of it. What and brand of chips was it about? Uh, it was uh, Doritos. No, oh, good. It was um, yeah, Chips the musical, and we Chip, did it at the, the Falcon Theater. Uh, like the. Yeah, yeah, the Highway Patrol. The highway Patrol. Yeah, chips? my buddy Rick Patel and I wrote it together, and um, so that that soundtrack is on iTunes if anybody's curious. <laughs> Excellent. But um, Excellent. but yeah, on my wish list. Um, but uh, the drummer Eric Heinley and musical director is amazing, old friend of mine, and uh, yeah, we had three pieces. We just had myself, him, the drummer, and uh, and a great keyboard player, and and the drummer just kept on hitting samples every time we wanted a full lush string line or a harp glissando or uh, all of those other things that you really need. And I think if I'm not mistaken, 
I think that's actually illegal in New York uh, for Broadway shows because of union requirements. You can't have, wow. you have to have a specific number of musicians in the orchestra. And no I don't, kidding. I don't know I much about that, that, but it, but it's, you know, and, and that's it's important because you really are putting people out of their livelihood. Well, it's, it's like redefining, this. like I was saying, like you're playing, you're playing samples like it's an instrument, but you're really now, in a way, I mean, DJing is you're playing full songs as the instrument. Yeah. So the the song itself kind of doesn't matter anymore. No, I know. It's how that song can be used. Like if you sit down and generate a you know a drum track, you know, like sample drum track or something like that, which I I've, I've done many many times. Um, I have just recently I'm upgrading my studio into Pro Tools. As Henry knows, I have consulted you on many, uh, many occasions. Um, Henry is a uh, uh, excellent with the program Logic. Okay. That is Henry's uh, world. Your goat, yeah. is, is it an audio um, editing mm-hmm. tool? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Is it God, better than really Goldwave? Cool. With Gold what? It's <laughs> <laughs> Shareware. I did my first album oh. about 10 years ago. Uh, no longer available. Yeah, but uh, I now I, I, and I do this in Audacity. Oh, yeah. So, Audacity. <laughs> which is also free. But Logic yes. probably cool. very fancy and could do any number of things, right? Well, what I like about it is it's a one-stop shop. You know, all of your effects and everything it's all just right there, as opposed. And I haven't used Pro Tools. I've I've messed around on uh, you know Pro Tools that friends of mine have or whatever. But I think you have to have another program to to integrate it with in order to do all the um, MIDI stuff and sampling and all that other stuff. I don't yeah, know some of it. I mean, it depends. I I think uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about. Uh, logic, but I know you can you can record and have MIDI. You know, it'll send out. Triggers yeah, it just seems like, like everything's just all within itself. And then when you're done, you can just bounce it and um, and then you're done. You know, your whole your like, whole album, cool. the LA the LA Dream, LA yeah. Dream was recorded available on iTunes. Yeah, available yeah. On yeah. Find well. record stores everywhere. <laughs> uh, both of you guys have albums, right? Oh yeah, it's, uh, his latest enough. album's fantastic. By That's the way. what I heard. Thanks. You know what? I've, so I've listened to nothing. Uh, I've listened to nothing and watched nothing. It's a great example of what we were talking about, where we're talking about like how much work went into yeah. just one joke. You know, right. and that, that was and that was what I was saying was like the time spent going in and like recording. You know, trying to make drum samples, and I would do it. You know, everything on that album is you know key by key, and I'm not a great piano player or keyboard player so a lot of it is like re-record and re-record and go in there and fiddle and go and i noodle forever and uh and i've just recently been turned on to um like these drum sample patches that are like uh this thing called easy drummer or superior drummer oh yeah it's called. I know easy drummer yeah. yeah and i've never known it and it would have saved so much time oh, I, <laughs> I mean it's like amazing. all the things that i'm like sitting down like putting together the most boring beat of all time yeah you know and like okay i think that's okay done and it's just like like like, why did i waste that much time you know when the entire song eventually is going to be like oh is that song useful can it be used in the intro of some good song yeah yeah (laughs) you don't even yeah skrillex be able to make this into a real song i don't know you know i know it's it's oh he's like a crazy like dub dubstep uh guy who does uh is really if you if you haven't heard any, mm-hmm. uh, this is again I feel very old. But uh, no, Howard no. Kramer turned me on to uh, dubstep, and there's a guy called um, Skrillex, and he does uh, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's all like analog synth style, okay. uh, DJ style. It's kind of progressive house type. I don't I don't right. want to you know. I mean, you just, I'm I mean, sure I'm wrong about exactly what it is, but well, by name it's it's that. But I mean, I mean the thing is, is you know so much about the different parts of the music and the different parts of the programs and each sound that you have to 
go into the rabbit hole to find something that is, and, and you find somebody like this guy Skrillex who's doing something so weird and so different and interesting that nobody, you know, I mean, regular people probably don't know about the guy. And, and I think young, I think young folks, the kids, dig him. yeah, I think he's, I think he's a big, mm-hmm. I think he's a big kid sensation. Well, but actually, well, you know but what the, all this, oh, sorry. No, no. I was, I was just going to say what all, what all this has really made me um, appreciate the most is old school like musicianship which i don't mm-hmm. feel like i had i think the reason that i collaboration that i never became like right. a studio guitar player which is what i wanted to do when i was in my teens i was like well i want to be the guy that they call when they do a taco bell commercial when you hear that cool guitar solo and i could never do it and the reason was i just couldn't get myself to sit there for four hours a day with a metronome and practice over and over and over again repetitively the same thing so that yeah. my musicianship was perfect so now in this day and age i'm able to make recordings <clears throat> despite that because i can just do it over and over again and then right. i can sweeten it afterward i can do all these things yeah. but um the reality is every once in a while and i'm sure you every once in a while too get get the ability to work with one of these old school musicians and they just do it in one take and it's like wow that's what i do i'm like or like when i play piano for example i'll slow it down to like you know uh, a really slow tempo and then i'll play it in (laughs) slow motion basically and then i'll just speed it back up you know and i don't i don't i don't feel uh guilty about it because i never really claimed to be a great piano player i just don't and again it's a product that you're you have thought of what you want it to be it's not like it's kind of like if you were shooting a film and there was something that you had to do but you could only do it in slow motion and then you speed it back up to regular or whatever it's like you know the end result i that was the first sherlock holmes movie if i remember correctly right yeah didn't he because he's not really it wasn't stage fighting so much oh yeah they they just showed like when he was fighting all those people he'd be like the 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 i think the vanity of it was that he was he would say i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and that's gonna make him you know recovery time six weeks or whatever the hell it was right um so they show each of those things. I know that they just sped up that film so that Robert Downey yeah. Jr. didn't have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and uh, they so can what, do what that. So what happens live then? Is when, when oh, I don't play. Well, you I, have to I learn your a, own songs. Yeah, too. yeah. You have to like I, once it's recorded, like sit down and actually practice and learn that song if you're going to play it live. Now. Yeah, I have a weird system where, and I. I I record half of my CDs uh, live at the club, and usually the Acme in Minneapolis, actually, the last two. Great club. And um, and the ones that I don't do in the live act for whatever reason, because they don't, they're not really, they don't have a laugh every 10 seconds or whatever, um, I make them like studio recordings. So they're different songs. The ones that I'm talking about where I do the slowing down of the piano and all that kind of yeah. stuff, those aren't things that I'm going to do live. The ones that I do live are generally like, you know, more basic, uh, you know, three chord, you know, or guitar chords and stuff like that that I, but the words that I can what? do fine. Yeah. And also going back to the timing issue, which has really always been my, uh, what do you call it? My, um, my downfall. Okay. I'm yeah, sure yeah. there were a million better words to use. My bet <laughs> noir. Um, <laughs> what does that mean even? I've heard that. Okay, but no, but so the timing in comedy, you, um, the reason that I, I am not able to do stuff when, when they're like, oh, you want the house band to play along with you. Yeah. Well, that's weird because now if everybody's laughing, I don't have the freedom to be able to kind of let that soak in for a second. Like, right. what if, what if when you were up there doing your comedy and you got an, a, an applause break, but you had to keep going and talk right over it because your yeah. metronome was clicking, you know? So it's kind of a different art form, you know? It, it, yeah. And that, nobody's really paying attention to it. It's like, well, his timing's a little bit off on this song, you know? Because, oh, right. 
you know, it's because you only get thing. 20 minutes and you're like, well, no, I have to finish this song. Yeah. But right. if I don't finish the song, I won't get to do the other song, which actually is a problem that I have in stand up comedy because I need to do 30 minutes of stand up comedy in 20 minutes. Oh, I need yeah. to do an hour of stand up comedy in 45 just because I talk too fast. And I'm just like, especially if they're meaning, not meaning you, you want to get it all in there. Right. Yeah, or... I got jokes I need to tell. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you could get them later. Why don't you think about them? Why don't you think about them later? It'll be great. And, uh, you know, and, and if they're not getting them, like yeah. if there's any sort of pause, that, I mean, I'm not. You know how there's great comics who can just celebrate the silence? Right. That is not me. Uh, Tig Notaro, uh, Stuart mm-hmm. Lee. There are yeah. people that can just sit in it, and I can't. Yeah. And I oh, I, I can't either. No yeah. way. I mean, um, but I, you know, I mean, there's different, there are different approaches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's great. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people you could say are the best comics ever that don't have any silence whatsoever when sure. they talk. No, no. But, uh, I, yeah, I think it comes from, yeah, like for me, it, it just comes from sheer terror that, that I'm going <laughs> to, that the silence is going to be like that one moment when somebody finally decides, I hate this guy and they're going to yell it. Right. You know? It's like, right. It's, I know, hate it's, it. It's whatever you feel is right. You shouldn't be, you know, if if you had a band that could respond to your you know like yeah. gesture, elbow gesture and then keep going, but I mean ultimately you well, shouldn't have the, to sit yeah. the quietly if you feel like oh now would be a good time for you know that's where you like your energy to go back up and it'll yeah, you know yeah. be funnier for you. Then. Have you ever seen Mike Furman do forty five minutes? I have. It's oh my awesome. god! It's only been a few times. <laughs> it was so out out uh, Claremont. Yeah, I think it right. was Slappers, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh and it was just it was a, a treat because you were you were willing to just go because there were only like what seven to twelve people there because uh-huh. it was and I had a, a like seven club. twelve minutes of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you kept saying, and I was yeah. like, then why is he still up there talking yeah. with his pie hole? <laughs> joke holes, still stuff coming out of it, and. um and you did a bunch of stuff that was prepared that you played over the PA system, and then... Well, I saw you that week at Flappers on the Thursday night. I don't know if you did 45, but I, I think you definitely closed, right? So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought it was fantastic. Thanks, dude. Yeah. yeah, so you can... I mean, you can do a thing where you play the the hard music that's been created right. over time and energy right. that can't be played by yourself that's on right. stage, yeah. right? So you right. can play that over the, the mic and then just do the words, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like Chris and I have, you know, recorded stuff like Pi and, and a couple songs that just plug away. But I think we've also, you know, that's if you have that much control ahead of time and you know exactly what the song is, you can prepare, you know, oh, that should be shorter and give more time for you know, yeah. laughs or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's different things, too. Yeah. Like if, if you're doing a, a parody song, for example, and, and the whole idea is that you're supposed to be sounding like a particular song. Right. Then, then, you, it, then you don't want to mess around with the tempo right. and stuff. You know, oh, you right. want it to sound right, as right. much like the real thing as possible. Exactly. Or if you're making fun of a techno song, you're not going to want to stop it. You know, but right. it, most of my, what I'm doing is like more of the kind of like maybe singer songwriter type stuff where you can be a little loose. And I'm basically right. trying to do a rhythm, this sort of like stand up comedy, you know, while I'm doing the song. So that's why I can't, but you know, I just a real quick thought about the, about, if if we're supposed to feel guilty about like musicians' jobs being replaced and stuff like right. that, the reality is that, well, if you had to hire musicians to do all the things that you're doing, well, guess what? Then it wouldn't happen. You know, right. you just oh, wouldn't, right. you wouldn't that, be able to do it. There wouldn't be as much content. Yeah, for you couldn't. Sure. I mean, it's like when you go out, you couldn't you couldn't bring an individual person every time oh, no. you go up at a club or something like that. Actually, 
Chris and I would uh, we had a song um, or have a song it's still there yeah. um, called Rodeo Head and oh, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. and that one required oh, I've seen that yeah yeah um, that was you know in the recording it was is mostly I was playing uh, most instruments and then um, we had a, a fiddle player come in um, and uh, and we would go out to uh, and I'm forgetting I think we had a guy come in and do a little drum too anyway I don't want to say like <laughs> I did everything but um, but we would go perform <laughs> and we'd pay everybody you know like I don't oh, yeah. want to bring somebody out and like oh thanks dude take it easy you know yeah, hope no. hope this helps you a lot and he's like it <laughs> doesn't at all thank you but <laughs> right. you know but uh, so we give him you know, like 50 bucks each or something right. to just like hey you know and yeah. you can do that three shows or four shows and then it's like I don't have hundreds of dollars to <laughs> yeah, pay like no. six musicians. So we went and filmed them in a studio room yeah. and made it into a video bit where they are live via satellite. Oh, right, right. Uh, so we could always be like, hey, guys, you know, hey, and then. Yeah. Oh, they know. weren't really live via satellite. No, they weren't oh, live via satellite. Yeah, we opted not to buy a million dollars. Yeah, you know, there's so much guilt in the just musical uh, comedy, obviously. There's there's the guilt of, you know, you guys get a bad mouth so bad, but I. You are two of the best guitar comics, for lack of any other word. Oh, that's nice. Then, then, well, because people are always like, because you were saying that that you wouldn't, def- you know, you couldn't defend it. You're like, well, that's fine. That's your opinion, right? Yeah, and, and I, I totally get it. It's like, um, it's it's looked at as a that's crutch. Like well, it's not. Play. Yeah, it's not stand up comedy. It's not. It's it's different than it's the same way ventriloquism or props or whatever. It's just a different thing. So yeah. it's not. You know, I think if somebody medium. was like, hey, you're not doing what I'm doing. You're like, I'm not saying I'm doing what you're doing. This is. You, I, you I like this. This is actually it's significantly different elements. It's not the same way I'm saying um, I don't like black comics or women comics. Do you think it's different than that? You don't like black comics or women comics. I don't like women comics at all. Oh. Just, I, think, I think that they always talk about their period, and it's, it's true. Really it's totally true. They'd be bad presidents. Because <laughs> two weeks a year. Well, I think you could compare uh, what guitar comics ever. have had to go through in the comedy scene a lot, like the uh, yeah. the African American movement in, in America. You I, know, well, I, I, I think, think we've had a lot of the same sort of uh, who's your oppression. Martin Luther King? Who's your Martin Luther King? Who is it? Who's oh, Weird Al. <laughs> Henry is the <laughs> Henry Phillips. Are, are you? But it's interesting. Max? But that is that's a good point because Weird Al does. You know, he he's always done i think music venues and, and yeah know, clubs yeah. and fairs and things like that uh or not clubs but i mean like you know big venues and yeah, stuff people whereas no, you no are problem accepting into, him yeah you're well, going to a comedy club well, where they the, expect not to see guitars here's, here's the way i've that i describe it it's like playing guitar and being like a singer songwriter is cool like it just yeah. traditionally it's a cool thing to do doing stand-up comedy is cool you can get laid doing that <laughs> What I've done is I've taken this thing statement. that's cool yes. in one place and I put it in a place where people hate it. Yeah. With, with either one, like I go to a comedy club, but I have my guitar, and comics are like, "Oh, that's not cool," or I'll go to a, you know a cool music open mic night and, and talk about masturbation or something, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, that's not cool." So it's just like I just did the exact opposite of what you should be doing I, I, which I, means I make, to be cool. <laughs> I, I make the joke that uh, with, uh, with Chris and I, I, I would make the joke that uh, what we were doing is attempting to bridge two worlds: the one of performing live music and very difficult. Not not getting laid for it. <laughs> yeah. Really difficult to bridge. Yeah. You know that, Two uh, worlds that don't want to be bridged you know, to begin with. Here's, here's too much information for you. For, for several years, I uh, did not have sex. Yeah. And then I got laid on the road. It was very exciting. Good work mm-hmm. was being done. This is years anyway. after you'd originally, you knew what sex was by that point. It wasn't, right. I'd known. These aren't your I'd first had years. Sex. No, no, these okay. are not my first years. I had had sex for many years. Then yeah. I decided that I was going to be a little pickier in okay. life. And it was all going to come together. <laughs> and uh, so... 
What it was is I was so psyched to get laid that I called a friend of mine and I said, hey, I got laid. And she, Safety Mouse, uh, says to me, was it safe sex? And I said, there's nothing safer than a guitar comic, right? Oh, huh? yeah. It's just boom. That is a line because uh, that mm. comics all over the world. Because, you know, they because people think it's easier. People think, and it can be. I mean, there are sucky guitar comics sure. and there are sucky women comics sure. and there are sucky comics. Holy crap, there's sucky comics. I actually, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever told anybody this. But um, when I first started doing the road, like within the first year, I uh, had a one night stand with a girl who was a comic. And uh, she said uh, something about, if you don't mind, I don't want to tell anybody that I slept with a guitar comic. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. And I was kind of like, so brutal. And I was like, I was expecting the usual, I don't want to tell anybody I slept with you, which I'd be fine with. Uh, but guitar comic, I was like, wow. I feel that, that is actually like the, uh, that's, that's yeah. Dolly Parton. Hey, you've made fun of my mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's what, like uh, the sheriff of uh, Rock Ridge. Like, yeah. You'll yeah. have the decency not to tell anyone <laughs> yeah. I gave you this spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Could you please call your dick your mom? I was like, well, if that's the trade off, sure. <laughs> At least I was able to have sex. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, that is exciting. Sex is exciting on the road uh, when when you've had no sex. But uh, it's just, it's so hard. Like, I would work with guitar comics, and some of them weren't even, it felt like they weren't trying, you know? And and I think that's a lot of the bad name is, Yeah, if know, people are like, well, I need, I need some way to really amp up the show a little bit. I don't really play guitar, but I'm just going to grab one and do, you know. I know this guy these, yeah. who's an amazing musician. Mm-hmm. Who's a guitar comic, and um, his music is wonderful. His jokes in between the songs are very smart. I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in fifteen years. Let's talk about him. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, but uh, his jokes are great in between the songs. The music was great, but the songs were ri- ridiculous. They were like just, bad, just, just just terrible. Just, okay. Like they were kind of gross. Yeah, and they weren't funny. Like it wasn't masturbation and dick jokes that I enjoy. I yeah. guess it was masturbation and dick jokes that were mean. And oh, yeah. uh, you're like, how how is that? Possible? This, by the way, sounds really funny to me, but like you know, in a more anti comedy kind of way. Yeah, it's right. like a guy's like, oh. hey, I'm a funny guy. Do something really awful and offensive <laughs> for a second, and then go back to being a nice, charming, right. funny guy. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm not saying it wasn't fun to. Watch the train wreck of audiences kind of no, I know. It's from the, like, wow, I like this guy. To death. It's beautiful music, but it's, he's saying horrible things about women. It's just like the terrible things about women, terrible things about. It was always his wife, too. It was like his wife or his kids, or I mean, it was like something so brutal that you're like, what just happened? Why? why stop hitting me. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Please tell a joke joke. Well, it's also, I feel like it's, it's really hard to, uh, you know, for a comedian to have their own voice and their own take yeah. on things, that's one thing. And that's then, you hard, know, and, that, and that becomes likable, you know, like their audience finds them and they, you know, they love them and, and what they do that people like. And I feel like a lot of times if a, a comedian goes up and brings up a guitar and just does like, like you said, like just three chord, you know, uh, or just doesn't really play guitar very well and just kind of does it that even if they like the person, I think like the music is not necessarily likable. So you've already taken that down. Yeah. And and two, we've heard that sound. I mean like literally like the timbre of an acoustic guitar is mm-hmm. like well trod. Like you oh, better yeah, be bringing yeah. some really smart <laughs> funny stuff. Like I'm I'm not I feel like I I'm I know you're not taking any offense to this cuz but but I don't want, you know, like oh, yeah, it's you what you, you what you do is totally unique and you have your own voice and style, but there are so many people that 
think, oh, I'm playing guitar, so that's that's a show, right? And you're like, dude, we've heard the acoustic guitar. We've seen white dudes play acoustic guitar before. Right. This is nothing. Not I'm, I'm now watching like a rerun of a rerun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It would have to be something, you know, that. Yeah, you just have to make sure that it's your own. And, well, yeah, and, and, and then, when... I remember when I was in Toledo doing this club, and uh, the owner was there, or it was either it's, I don't know. The same guy owns Toledo, also owns uh, the one in um, I don't know. Uh, Grand Rapids or something like that. Ah, I don't right. know. I'm getting it. Lansing, that's right. Okay. But, uh, so the guy, I, I could tell he was this club owner who's probably just heard all these comics diss, uh, you know, guitar comics. So he's just sort of echoing it. And I don't know if he even watched my show or whatever, but I mean, at that point, it was literally like 35 minutes of music and 10 <laughs> minutes of, you know, comedy in between the songs, which now it's a different percentage. But the guy, when he's paying me at the end, he goes, you really use that guitar as a crutch, don't don't you? What? Yeah, and I and I wanted to be like, dude, I know what you're saying, but you're saying it to the wrong person because that's what I do. That's right. like saying, you know, wow, you, to a magician, you know, wow, you really use those magic tricks yeah. as a as a crutch. You know, it's like that's the nature of Keep what I do. Right. If I didn't have the guitar, show. there'd be nothing happening while right. I was on stage. You yeah. idiot. It's wow. like I know what he means because there are guys that do that, and it sounds right. like he was Filler. he was mm-hmm. echoing. He was parroting other comics that have said that about other people, but he's right. saying it to me, and I wanted to be like, dude, that's, you know, listen to my CD. That's a, it would be a CD of silence if I wasn't right. using the guitar. <laughs> right. So it's like, well, and when um, you hire somebody. And you have seen their act, and you're like, what did you expect? Did you expect me to, I don't know, like balance a table on my chin? I know, yeah. That's not happening. You hired this, and then you saw this, and now you're surprised that that was what happened. Yeah. Do you, on on what I was saying about the, uh, you know, the the sound of the acoustic guitar being like, I beat myself up about that a lot, about like, crap, I I really would like to get away. I have songs that are just acoustic guitar and just singing, and and I'm not a great guitar player, and I don't sing particularly well at all. So, I have a hard time with like, oh, God, I'm going to go do this again, shit, you know, like. Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess, I guess the idea is to try to make sure that um, the guitar is just sort of like a... uh, a necessary evil of some sort, but you're actually, you have an actual, uh, content joke that you're trying to make, you know, that, that's not like the guitar is just sort of like, cause I mean, there's still songs being written that are, you know, legit songs that are uh, acoustic guitar and they're great, you know? Um, who do you like? Well, recently, uh, in the last several years, anyway, the, uh, death cab for cutie, there's that one, uh, song that he's got, uh, I'll follow you into the dark. It's just acoustic guitar and vocal. I don't know if you guys know that song. It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful oh, okay. song. I'll link it. And yeah. it's just guitar and vocal. And it's just like, this is the same guitar that we've sure. all kind of come to get tired of and hate or whatever, but this is a beautiful, just, sure. and there's so many songs that are just guitar and vocal that are just fantastic, sure. you know? Yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like I've, I should somewhat take back. I mean, not take back, well, but no. I mean, like, I feel like no, I know there's exactly more to what I was though. saying, I guess, than I, I might have expressed in that, you know, what we're hearing is like, oh, we've heard it a bunch of times. I think it's also, well, it's like, it's like the saxophone you know has got has had its day too you know right. and it's been beaten into the ground you know especially like christmas time like whole kenny g there's thing, some whatever, guy out there yeah. loading a gun right now oh now they're gonna talk about saxophones i have to say if we're if we're backpedaling allow me to backpedal and just say everybody's doing vital work out there it's safe space yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and by the way i was completely joking when i said that guitar comics had the same oppression as the african-americans i want to make sure that that's very clear that that was be being and, and when i said and when i said i beat myself up by this up i don't actually <laughs> I really don't give a shit. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, I actually do. I actually, I I'm, like, probably th- I'm probably saying what I think 
I would, I'm, I'm probably projecting what I imagine is my own insecurity with, you know, walking out there and hearing, you know, like, oh, really, dude? You're just typical yeah, white like dude playing guitar, head. huh? Yeah, All right, good luck. Like, well, bring yeah, it. And that's an important <laughs> point, too, because it's amazing how many times audiences don't think of any of the things that we've talked about here. It's just like, they're just right. like, oh, there's a guy playing guitar. Cool. Let's go fuck. You know, after, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what they think after the show. Instead, and you're instead your we're, we're, yeah, we're cigarette. going, oh, no, did they hate that I was a guitar comic. Maybe right. they're familiar with other guitar comedy. What do they, like, <laughs> they think of the fact that I was wearing? I have a new obsession now. Is like what I'm wearing on stage because I'm, I'm, I was trying not to wear more sneakers as much. Oh. Yeah, it's a fascinating what? story. I got a leather tell jacket, again. Uh, leather jacket, and sneakers. You still do leather jacket? I don't. Oh, oh the pleather jacket for yeah. my for my Comedy Central yeah. special. Yeah. I can't find that jacket. Thanks for bringing it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a sore spot. Well, it's, people it's, have a donate button, right? Does it have to be cash? Uh, PayPal. Can that, they uh, donate pleather? They could donate play. I got a weird tweet the other day uh, where some guy said, do you take bribes? What kind of bribes do you take? And I said, normal kinds of bribes, chicken, <laughs> cash, attention. Yeah. And he goes, well, how, how does one get that to you? And I was like, we're done talking. I don't know what you want to bribe me to do, but it got creepy all of a sudden. Wow. It was like, I don't know. weird question to anybody. Yeah. yeah it's, it, felt, it felt awkward. And uh, well, let's, but Mike, what's the name of your album? Uh, it's called The Very Last Songs I Will Ever Record. That's Part right. One. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I did. You know what? And I yeah. got, I'll say it again. It yep. is fantastic. Thank it's you. just great. It's, the the I've seen comedy is modern and there's no cliches in it whatsoever. So the comedy is good and then the music is fantastic as well. So thank you. There it, you go. It's, uh, I know I've seen you perform some of the stuff live and, yep. uh, it's, it, your stuff is just fascinating. It's just, it's smarter than it has to be and it's better than it has. Oh, I mean, all, wow. all the comedy that I know that I love is, is, it, it sounds like an insult when I say that, but I mean it, you know, it's, we're all doing better than sort of, because I, I think there are people who come out, it's date night. Yeah. They're like, we're going to go fuck later. Uh, what do you yeah. want to do in between that? Uh, right. I guess we'll go eat some chicken wings yeah. and uh, watch a comic. And harass a stranger. <laughs> right. And and not care what they're doing. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, th I think there is some of that for people who go to comedy clubs. So it's, sure. it's I, I love that. You know, everyone I know that doesn't. It's tough because I've actually lately been doing more studio stuff and recording. I've been performing very much at all these days, actually. Um, and we just had a kid, so it'll be a little while longer. But um, right, yeah. right, you got a baby. Yeah, yeah. How many babies you got? Just the one? Oh God, it's like twenty or something. <laughs> yeah, only two that I keep in touch Man, with. That's yeah. oh, you keep in touch with two. Yeah, two excellent, yeah, excellent. Yeah, pretty potent. Yeah, pretty the potent other ones I see, like I'll like... just see them on like TV or something. I'll be like, that kid looks just like me. I'll bet. Um, See, what if one day you have 20 babies and then they're like, why'd you say that? That was messed up when they hear <laughs> Everything's this permanent on the now. internet, you yeah. guys. Yeah. It's permanent. Yeah, you know, well, we, we I just thought have... we were only going to have two at that point. That's why I made that joke. And then you got pregnant with 17 babies at once because <laughs> yeah. of the fertility treatments. And then next thing you know. Um, Who wants a litter? Mm. By the way. You'll be on the Rosie show and you'll get a... <laughs> I want to interject something really quick. I think I have a distinctive enough voice so that people know which one of us is talking <laughs> at all times. But I, do you know where I'm going with this? Like... No. When, when uh, you brought up Mike's CD, right, and then I started giving it a big plug and saying it's fantastic. By the way, I hope people didn't think that that was you talking. Henry <laughs> loves think about it with Mike's a, CD. It would be funny if people, wow, this guy really likes his own CD. Well, by like, the way, it is fantastic. It's got this and that. And it's like then I'd be. They don't uh, know which one of us is talking, but I assume they knew. I think uh, R. Kelly did the in the closet song, right? Oh yeah, he, he had a whole like a show where they you know where they showed the video and they showed a part up to part. 
four or something. I don't remember how many parts there were, but but in between they cut back to him in a like in a restaurant or something, a bar yeah. or something they bought out the side of it. Where and he's just sitting there with like a cigar, talking about how important this is. <laughs> how, like, this is gonna go down with the most important stories of all time. This song, yeah. this is like nothing else. This is like as the world turns. This is like guiding light. Like, Did you just? Yeah, it's not yeah. cool when you're the one saying it about yeah. yourself. You got it. The whole trick, even if it's somebody with no authority at all, it's still better than yeah. having yeah, you say no it yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's better to have a raving lunatic <laughs> yeah. who accidentally say, points to you while saying, nice one. <laughs> yeah. Then, <laughs> then you talking about your own thing as being awesome. Punching the Clowns uh, streaming on Netflix, though, is it yes, not Henry Phillips? That's right. It's uh, your that's faux fun. documentary, your, your remade. We have a lot of musical comedy specific sort of jokes in there. So I always feel like, I think at this point, I'm happy that uh, most of the music comics that I know out there have seen it. And um, and that's cool because it's like I wanted to make specific. And, and the one thing that I want to clarify in this is that um, we make a lot of fun of parodies. You know, and uh, my buddy Mark Cohen, who's just one of the funniest guys in the world, keeps recurring and doing, um, doing really bad parodies, you know, right. you know, like totally ripped a big fart instead of total eclipse of the heart or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, fart loose and all this stuff. But in a way, you know, and, and, and what I'm trying to say is how difficult it is to compete with that. Because let's face it, when you do that and you get farts are funny, you get, 200% of the laughter right, right. as opposed to what you get when you try to write your own song that nobody's yeah. already familiar with. Right. And it's like, it's really difficult and throw the dick jokes on top of that. You know, that you have, you have an audience song. killer. Yeah. yeah. That five and a half minute song that you have on Hugo Chavez is <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, oh, it's yeah. so brilliant. And then yet. No. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's really difficult to compete with, you know, <laughs> with wasting away in diarrheaville. You know. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. And and right. also, but here's what I here's I just what, <laughs> laughed against my fucking will. Well, that and that's exactly what the, the yeah. what we, the intention was. And so I've run into a lot of uh, friends of mine on the road who do parodies that yeah. I love and that I respect them. <laughs> and they were kind of like, you know, oh, I love the movie, man. You know, oh, thanks a lot for uh, making fun of the parodies. <laughs> And I, and I go, well, no, I mean, and again, Mark does parodies in his act, and he's one of the funniest guys ever. Right. It's just that there is something funny about it. And, and like, we all laughed when I said that yeah, title or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, it's just, uh, my whole point is that it's really hard to try to do your own little kind of understated uh, type thing. I'm not saying one's better than the other one, but nope. it's really difficult to do when another guy's killing with that. Oh, sure. And, um, and, but I did. I have received a little bit of flack, and I wanted to make sure that people knew that it's like I'm not, you know, insulting the art form of a parody all by itself. I'm just saying it's a really hard, you know. I've thing told to listeners with. of the Dark Forest that Henry Phillips wrote the definitive guitar comic oh, act, the, guitar, which was the, uh, guitar the joke. Pill? The the one Taking about the crossroads. Pill. Oh no no the cross. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. That's, oh thanks. That, that's my that is my my. <laughs> oh is that, that's the is that the, the devil? The, yeah, I the sold my like, soul to the right, devil. All right, so what do I do? I just be able to play guitar now? He's like, no, you gotta you gotta practice a couple times. I'll meet you yeah. here every <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Friday, and we'll work on chords. Yeah, <laughs> start with chords. Start with I could show you some smoke on the wall or whatever. I thought you were just gonna. I thought I'd just be able to play guitar. Like, I thought no, I just man, sold you gotta, my soul. You gotta practice. You gotta. Yeah, what was the point of selling the soul? Oh my. God, oh, it's thanks. Like the yeah, you've told me. Yeah, and 
That's that's celebrating. a good example of one of those jokes that just doesn't really doesn't really <laughs> land when I'm at a lot of these. Really? Places. Yeah, and oh, I don't God, I don't know if I'm selling that. it wrong or whatever, but uh, uh, it's uh, tough. Yeah, yeah, it's like they've lost their minds. Have obviously. you started? Can I ask you? Um, have you started doing the? Uh, I'm gonna play co-host now. No, um, please, Henry Phillips. Have you? Uh, the Jose Suicidio. Oh yeah. Are you? The, yeah, I'm starting. Has, have you seen Henry's Kitchen? Oh, I have seen. I've seen the. I saw one episode of Henry's Kitchen. It is. A, I love Kitchen that you made a, it finite. YouTube, by the way, that's oh yeah. YouTube series, and there was what five of them. I have eight of them. Now. Eight of them. Yeah, but the they last ended. one just ended. Yeah, the last yeah. one the just thing aired. It's all done. Yeah. That's on my queue. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, my dream queue. has always my been YouTube to stop queue. something. Well, Before <laughs> it was cares. time, yeah. and that's what I think I've done with this. Finally, and you know, you did everything modern, else I've dragged out way too long. You did the modern like penultimate episode, where yeah, you had, yeah. like a part one of the final one. Like, oh, sneaky. Well, yeah, and that's like silly too, because it's like it's sort of like this, you know, in this age where we've got like Mad Men and Breaking Bad and all this stuff. But I have this dumb like somebody stole my food to yeah. be continued thing. <laughs> like, but well, what's but but you but in that you have. I don't know if you set off. Was it was the the Jose? So was, there are these songs that'll play throughout the series that are the most depressing. Just which is what I've always wanted. Songs. So all right. So years ago, and this is all relevant. But uh, yeah, yeah. this I was with the Oleo Records, and they were like, "You got to write a Christmas song." This is like in ninety six, ninety seven, or something like that. And I was like, "Okay." And so I wrote a Christmas song that was just a really depressing Christmas song. And I played it for the guy on the phone, like the PR guy and the guy who owned the label. And they were like, well, it's just depressing. It's not funny. And I go, but that's kind of what's funny about it. And then I thought, so I went back to the drawing board and I was like, well, maybe if I make it more depressing so that I sell the joke of it being depressing, maybe that'll work. So I make it even more depressing. And so I call them up and I'm on the phone and I'm like, so what do you think of this? And I play it and they go... Well, now it's just more depressing than it already was. And I'm like, so it's not getting funnier. It's just getting more depressing. And I was really bummed out because I really thought it was funny. I think yeah. it was something hilarious about it. It's like yeah. this brokenhearted guy who's just all by himself at this Christmas tree. And you know, yeah. it's called It Doesn't Feel Like Christmas Anymore, which, by the way, thanks to Jose Suicidio, is my new alter one? ego, huh. uh, this, this song is, is on iTunes now. It's called It Doesn't Feel Like Christmas Anymore, if you want to know what I'm talking about. But it's like... I will like it. It's... um. But the thing is, the answer to your question is like that, uh, that Jose Suicidio alter ego has, has given me a way to do all those kind of over the top depressing things that I think are so funny, yeah. but people just thought were depressing. But now it's just ridiculous yeah. to have it during a kitchen. So I feel like I've finally found a way to make those happen. And, and I'm, I'm having more fun writing those songs than my other types of songs. Right uh, have now. you been doing them live? Like, do you, would you try um, to do Jose, Jose? Yeah. Yeah. Live? I, yeah. I did. I did the, uh, help me make it through the night yeah. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've done it a couple of times, and I do it as a sing-along. And I have to sell it for people that don't, that aren't familiar with it. I have to sell it a little bit. I have to set it up. Yeah, so that everyone. Uh, isn't yeah, like, so that I, say, is, I, I say little things help? here and there. Yeah, it's like you know, uh, you know, um, just just to kind of point out that it's supposed to be over the top, depressing. Which I hate having to do that. You know, my my dream was yeah. always like if you could just go up there and, and be, they know who you are, be the joke, and have them laughing at the ridiculousness of this situation, but. It's really hard when you go to a comedy club and there's bachelorette parties and stuff and you're up there trying to do this, trying to really sell this low-key folk act and trying to make it look serious. You're going to get people wanting their money back in the right. first right. couple of minutes. And you also don't have a very – like, and I don't mean this in any uh, – no, yeah. but I mean like you don't have an overt – 
style that's like, oh, I'm going to be like, like oh, a yeah. Brand, it's not, like, yeah. Look it's not like what that. people are expecting. Yeah, it's you don't not. Turn you know, around yeah, no, they, they actually think back. they're watching the, the real thing sometimes yeah. and they get pissed off and you, you can't pay rent. Yeah. You should put a hat on. You yeah. Have to put on go, like, yeah. I'm going to be the Jose Suicido <laughs> hat. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, yeah, that's exactly what I don't want to do. No, I know. I just want them to freaking get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've had to... Damn it, I just want them to get it. <laughs> God damn it. All right, this yeah. has been Dork Forest. That's what it says. On, that's what it's going to say on my tombstone. Why I can't just they wanted them to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... You know, it's it's so... I, I want to learn to play the piano. Mm-hmm. Like, desperately. Don't you think? Don't you think we should all know how to play the piano? Yeah, it's Great. too late, by the way. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's an awful thing to say. No, I, don't they're you think not, I could get one of those... The roll-up piano, mm. and then I could, I could plug the headphones in, and then no one would have to be with me on the learning curve yeah huh what do you think of that sure it's like do you think that i i say get an acoustic one even when you're fucking around it still sounds good a piano yes even if you're playing it bad it still is kind of like oh the upright oh yeah yeah. like you can rent an upright piano for like i don't know 20 bucks a month or something oh really yeah oh that's pretty cool Yeah, but you're sitting in in my living room where would i put it right there Hmm. Get rid of those movies. And get rid of that entertainment center. Get, 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 get rid of the video game setup. Uh, so sad, too bad. Not okay, gonna happen. Maybe, yeah. Oh, there. You can put yeah, it I, I can put it over there. I suppose. Yeah. For a little couch. while, I was like, well, I wonder if there is a, a certain point in time where you pass the ability to, to master an instrument. And the the thing is, Probably, I, I think. Drums. If there, if there is any, yeah, if there is any limitation, it's that you just don't have the kind of time that you did when you were in your early teens. You know, it's like I or used to sit there. If it was like something that was like dexterity might not be as good when you're like I'm that. Pick that up does the happen, like, but you well. can still get pretty good and not have the most amazing dexterity or whatever. Right, like but, if I just want to do sing-alongs, like uh, show show tunes, oh, sing-alongs sure. yeah. on the piano. But if you, I mean, if you do anything over and over and over again for enough hours, you're gonna get at least pretty good at it. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're 12, you're probably gonna be better at it than if you're you know 35 or whatever but the thing is you just don't have that kind of time and i mean right, i used right. to sit there for hours and hours after coming back from school and i would just play the guitar over and over yeah. and over again you know yep. i can't do that anymore wow that's, that's amazing it's what about um l- let me ask it a completely ridiculous question rock band huh Oh huh? yeah! You guys play ever play Guitar Hero or Rock Band? I've played. I'm it like not very one good time. at it. Well, no. <laughs> my buddy Rick, Mike Rickberg, who wrote the theme song, and he'll be singing again at the end. Uh, he, uh, um, he, we, when we got Guitar Hero four or five years ago or whatever, he tried to. He said, "This is not fun. I know how to play this. I know song. This it's is frustrating. Yeah. It's not, really frustrating. Yeah. So Did you see the uh, the South Park." Where they? No. Oh, you gotta watch the South Park. I think they. I think all of them are online. By the way, I watched the South Park online the other day, and they leave in the swearing, and I didn't know that. Oh, and it wow. makes it like an entirely new show. Oh, that's it's great! So, it's so much fun. But um, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but there's an episode where they have rock band and like. You know, I think, uh, you know, like one of the kids is like super good at rock band. He like, you know, you know, out in public just has a little controller and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. What's this? And he's just clicking the things yeah. and they're like, wow. And then Stan's dad's like, what? You want to learn to play? I'll, I'll show you how to play guitar. Pulls out his old, like, he's got like a 59, you know, strat yeah. or something like that. He's just like, oh my God. You know, um, he starts playing. They're like, dad. That sucks. That's totally <laughs> lame. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Why? You shreds or something. They're like, that's no, that's hilarious. ridiculous. Oh my <laughs> Nobody wants to play strings. That's just so stupid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it just looks like this ridiculous thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's two totally different worlds. I haven't... I haven't well, because I was... Well, it was when you said drumming, because um, I've had any number... I'm gonna go three. Let's let's give it a number. Yeah. Three people tell me that the drums on Rock Band. It's like learning to actually play the drums. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, the guitar is more like playing a video game, right? You know? Like when I'm 
When I'm playing guitar uh, hero, and again, I've only done it, may, I can count on one hand how many times I've played it, but it's like, I always feel like... To be fair, you have 45 same. fingers on one hand. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> Half a dozen times, <laughs> yeah. you get that extra finger. <laughs> but uh, I always feel the same way as I do when I'm playing a video game, where it's just sort of like a mediocre at it, you know, and it's right. difficult, you know. But, and an um, irritant, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I also like, have a terrible video game addiction and cannot have a video game system in my house. I would probably oh, love to have if I got yeah. into it, if well, I actually that, like, all right, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I feel like what would be good... What is good about that is that maybe it would at least let you, you know, explore songs to a dimension that you wouldn't have otherwise. Like nobody's maybe thinking about, you know, what's going into like, you know, oh, yeah. that's what the, that's what the rhythm guitar is doing during that. Oh yeah. Verse? Oh, that's cool. That's, that's a really cool. Like it kind of brings to light arrangement and, you know, stuff, talent. and also um, timing wise, I think that's the important part of it is your timing has to be good, yeah. right? And that's where the drumming thing, because that's all the drumming is. Right. It's, it's a lot of time. It's just pounding on things in a, in, in, the, in the correct time. Now, yeah. do you think in ten Let's years they'll be those guys? Well, drum comics are the worst. No, that's not even true. <laughs> Fred Armisen. Brody, Brody right. Stevens, yeah. Fred Armisen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do you think in 10 years there'll be a rock band where the drummer just has to hit a pad and a whole Vienna Strings <laughs> orchestra plays for eight minutes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I bet. It's a, uh, I, I, oh, dang it. Now I can't remember. Was, I saw something at Largo where somebody played uh, the, the drum solo from. A famous drum solo. Really? Really? Guess what's getting X'd out? This <laughs> drum entire solo. Story. Wait, wait. Neil Peart probably from Rush or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a Rush and, and he just played it and, but he did it in miniature. He just did this. That's cool. And he just, oh, it that's was, uh, awesome. It's Paul. so funny. Oh, wait, when you wait. Say, like, I've Paul. seen that bit. Who uh, is that? He was, Jamati. Uh, Paul Revere. No, no. <laughs> Paul Revere. Paul Gilmartin. No. Yes. Oh, is it? Gil- it was, was not Gilmartin. No, it oh. was. Uh, Rest? Who was in? Uh, I've, I've seen the very bit that you're talking about, and I think it's awesome, and I can't remember who it is. He played the waiter in. Is as good Prince as Paul gets. from De La Soul. <laughs> as good as it gets. Ozo wa- Motley. He, yeah. He's the guy from Ozo Motley. No, he um, the waiter in. Is it uh, he's married to a woman named Jackie. Let's uh, let's spend who five minutes. Now I'm really curious though. Um, mm-hmm. Paul. Mm-hmm. And he's a comic, Rug? and you saw him at Largo. No, I saw him at Largo, and he did that. Yeah, I've and seen that tiny. bit before. He's like, he's like Pardo size. He's like the world's smallest man. He's like Mishu, oh, uh, which is Paul of Tonkin's joke. We gotta and, figure out uh, who that is. Yeah, that'd be great. Why don't I? Why don't I look that up in my Paul, copious amounts? <laughs> Come to us, Paul. Find Don't worry about it. You've never seen it. You probably won't. Yeah. So uh, be sad about that. Yeah. What about uh, what, what? What should people? What should people do? This will probably come out uh, near the end of January. So where can people? They can go to iTunes and buy your albums. They can go watch you do videos on YouTube and 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 punch the clown, punch the clown is on Netflix, and and of course Henry's Kitchen, which is available on YouTube, <laughs> which is awesome. Oh, people thanks. can watch that. And Chips the Musical. Didn't yeah, I I did not know the name of it. I knew you had written a musical, but I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, that that's all out they, there. They get, I, I I would say generally, yeah, henryphillips.com and then oh yeah, hopefully that serves its purpose, and you can find out where to see me live. Follow you on Twitter. And, do whatever uh, you need yeah. to do. And then do you I'll, have travel coming up? Are you? Out I do. I um I'm gonna <laughs> be Mike. doing. Uh, <laughs> Should go see him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. What, what do we got? Um, Peoria coming up. I'm gonna be in Montreal for a week. Um. Also, uh, Seattle, I'm doing a show, uh, with David Crow, um, a Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day show. So yeah, oh, really? which is going to be great. Oh, you're doing Wait, that? that? I'm doing it with Oh, we're you. the same show. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's definitely plug that one. Yeah. All I'm right. going to Seattle at, uh, Valentine's President's Day, Day weekend. 14th. Okay. Is that the uh, next yeah, weekend? Well, that's the same weekend, right? President's Day is three days. It's the Monday after. Oh, wait, wait. Valentine's Day is a Tuesday. Does it? Yeah, yeah, because it falls on the number, whereas President's Day is always on the Monday. 
So I don't know if it's the thirteenth. Well, you guys will stay up following there. Stay week. Up there yeah. Up there. Okay. <laughs> exactly. We'll all be up yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Fly around the Puget Sound. And it turns out I'm going to be in England for seven what? weeks, uh, opening for uh, Doug Stanhope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a hell of a show. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. People I've never been out of town that long. But seven um, weeks in a row. Have you ever be been crazy. there? I might die. Are you going to take some sort of pills for your, <laughs> yeah. for your liver? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Does he drink? Does Doug Stanhope? He might have an adult beverage every now and then and, occasionally uh, and he also is willing to do this oh sure i'll take that what was it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so so uh but it'll be a lot of fun oh, that's a great that's awesome. show yeah. that's an awesome show and the show that we'll do together will be a great show oh yeah i'm looking forward to that that's that'll be, be fun how about you mr Furman? oh i'm You're gonna be bbc right i'll be should watch yeah bbc uh i don't know exactly when they air um, there are a series of specials, and they they happen after events like Doctor Who. Uh, oh right, Christmas special. There was one after that, and I think there's a show called The Fades, which is happening on BBC, and I think it's coming on after that. And, and it's <clears> called <throat> Nerdist. Yeah, that's the Nerdist. Uh, it's the Nerdist. Nerdist and, on BBC America. And you are the and band. I am the band. My name keeps changing. Uh, the first one I think I was. Uh, Mike Furman and the Just Me Tones. <laughs> and, uh, That's great. And then the last one was Mike Furman and the Hayward My Band Goes. <laughs> so I think it's, it's fun to That's come up with those. fantastic. Yeah. See? Parodies can be funny. Yes. And, uh, oh, my God. You guys, it's been an hour. Has yeah. it really? Yeah. Is there really anything fast. you should... I thought anybody... you were going to say, it's been a pleasure, but you said it's been an hour. It's been an hour. It's also That's been a pleasure. That's because she's a comedian. She knows what you expect and knows how to... It's a I twist. know. It's perfect. It's a twist. Mm-hmm. What, do you guys want to recommend any books? Anybody? So I usually oh, ask boy. that and then... And, and, uh... well, you know, you you mentioned that and I'm I'm slacking a little bit in the reading department. Um, do you have like, a bunch of books going? My favorite guy always has been um, Mark Lehner, L-E-Y-N-E-R, but he hasn't written... Uh, these books in a long time, but he has a series of books that really inspired uh, my comedy a lot when I started out. And um, it's just all stream of consciousness, hilarious, you know, okay. tidbits of stuff. And, you know, it's just totally ridiculous. And uh, it's kind of like, I like to say, sort of like uh, sometimes it's like naked gun type humor, but much more... Uh, nerdy and, and oh, sci- awesome. sci-fi like you know but yeah and- yeah it's it's really fun but it's not for everybody but i love that stuff all right well i'll link it and, and yeah you can just pick it up anytime and read like just start at page 47 and just read a couple pages <laughs> and it's just be hilarious you know and then it's like it doesn't have to be in sequence you know where, cool. where in your house do you keep uh the book that you're reading uh on my phone probably yeah, <laughs> yeah no i do a lot of reading on my phone nice. i have pdfs and i just read pdfs oh on you my, read pdfs um, on my blackberry yeah because i'm i'm pretty behind with the technology of it but um yeah if i'm on a plane ride it's like it's i don't want to be carrying a book funny that reading a uh reading a book on your phone on a plane is like behind the times <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i'm way behind <laughs> the times <laughs> but that's funny i still got this little stone tablet yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly chip chip <laughs> yeah it does actually have three chips in it just you know Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Boom. Nice. How about you? What are you reading? Word play. What thousand things are you um, reading or you know, you just re- actually, reading how your baby looks? Yeah, I'm reading uh reading how to raise a kid. No, um uh no, I I I I'm somebody that has like a whole bunch of books going at once. I, I have uh, Chris's The Nerdist book, which I've been oh, right. reading to get through, and I'm I'm just I'm the slowest reader of all time, so I have like but a when, stack of books. But when, after you've read it, do you remember it? Like completely, does it stay red? Kind of. Well, the parts that like made an impact too. I think yeah. I, I, I think I take to heart stuff, but uh, I, I will often dog ear and you know keep things yeah, yeah. around okay. and then totally forget someone. Oh, fair. Um, but that one, uh, I've been meaning to read John Hodgman's book. 
Um, and, uh, and you know, Garfield and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave Barry and, and no. um, chicken soup uh, but actually, for the expectant and, mother's souls. <laughs> and, uh, no, but actually, I've been reading so many. Pretty much, I will lay in bed and just read, um, also PDFs, but of manuals. You read them on your laptop or on something? On my phone, if oh, I have it, or, or I'll read the manual. Like, Music I'm, I'm, I'm a person or? that, yeah, to like Ableton Live. Oh, yeah. Like Tools, no, I, I read a lot of that stuff too. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like the guy that will actually oh, really? try to like memorize the entire the manual. And the, everything. And the manual. I want to know yeah, everything great. this thing can do because, yeah, you know, I will need it. No, I that imagine. stuff's fun. Yeah. Do you ever get like, this is pretty nerdy, but like, I'll read it on the plane or something and I'll be like, oh, I wish I had it right yeah. in front of me. I wish I could start working on it right now yep i've done uh i just learned uh final cut to a certain extent recently just the new, the brand new one that's now uh, i have one uh from a couple of years ago but i never really learned so it. you have and, yet to be uh, upset yeah but no i'm i'm like loving it because yeah. uh it's just like yeah yeah so i i don't even know are people upset because that, that i'm delving into a world not. that i don't really know much about. i think they i think they went from i think the really hardcore professionals and i mean this may be an old argument and maybe they've worked it out but i think uh friends who are editors i've heard they yeah went over to a prosumer move like this the latest incarnation is like more consumer style than uh, uh than hardcore you know Oh yeah, professional. See, that would probably benefit me then because I'm just sort right. of like a lay person. Yeah, it probably pisses people off. It's like, <laughs> so well, you're it's the like, part of the problem. Well, it's just... like what we were talking about um, with music software. All this stuff. I mean, if people want to relate, and if they're if they've ever used like these, if you compare the kind of uh, software that they have for editing movies right now to what you had to do 15 years ago oh, yeah. to make a movie, it's yeah. like, geez, yeah, you know. That's why. That's why I feel like reading a manual is not a pain in the ass it's yeah, not like no, yeah. oh god i gotta read this thing it's like dude this book right here gives you worlds of possibilities oh, like all it is i feel like there's you the can voice make a in my head movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the voice that's reading like here's how this plugin works is like one of complete ecstasy and like and yeah, then, yeah it will get this it will read a threshold and then anything over that i mean isn't that handy yeah. i know yeah no it's amazing and like a noise case something that actually happens yeah as opposed to yeah no the world I mean, in your computer, you have stuff that would have taken an entire wall of, you know, heavy equipment. And, um, yeah, it's just an amazing time. So now the big question is, is music getting better or are movies getting better? Uh, and that's the dark force. <laughs> uh, well, I think, is it a cliffhanger? I think well, because of all this great technology, it, I know more people are putting out more things. Oh right, but our probably movie's not. It's better. probably the same percentile. I, yeah, I, was, I mean, yeah, I think it's. I know probably, the, it's I feel like TV has be gotten way better. I mean, when you compare uh, the Walking Dead to, like, say, Sanford and Son. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> well, you know, I, <laughs> which one do you think is the bad one? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that this is like the new. Um, move like great movies, you know, like these these TV shows, these episodic right. things, and they're better than a lot of the films that are coming out. It's just like, but I wonder if part of that is because the technology has become so affordable, and you can actually, I don't know, it it, it probably used to be, and, I, and again, I'm I'm kind of talking out of my ass here, but like in in the old days when they made films, like they would have to, they would have like one crack at getting a shot of you know. Uh, we, we have Sunset. to we have to get a shot of you know uh, two thousand uh, you know gladiators or something like that. But it's like now you can just kind of like make all that stuff just as convincing without doing all the actual. But it's like the musicianship point you made earlier. Like now yeah. there are stuntmen. They're like, oh well, why would you hire a guy to you know hang from this thing and fall twenty stories when you could just oh we'll just CG that it look perfect. Yeah, with a total control over it. 
And uh, yeah, well, and John Williams apparently is one of the few composers left that actually conducts his orchestra to while watching the movie in the studio. Oh. Um, as opposed, it, it's it's becoming an art form that you don't really need anymore because everything with music software is so perfectly out. timed out. You can have it by the beat, right? You know, and just have a, I don't know, metronome or whatever. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's just one of those skills guy. that you don't really need as much as you used to, you know. Right. And uh, and a lot of these skills are just going to be eventually kind of dying off. You know? you know what I want to do? If anybody can do this, um, contact the Dork Forest. Contact JackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJackieJ
rooms that, you know, other people are playing trivia while they do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's the movable stripper pole. Yeah. I mean, you use your surroundings. You deal with the nine people that are there. I mean, it's like if you is do, it is it performance art to not give a shit about that aspect of it? Is that where performance art? Is that I, where it becomes performance uh, art? Where yeah. it's like, and I don't care what the response is. I'm not going to change that thing. I don't know. I, I, I do I, that I don't, a little. I don't think a couple of jokes. Yeah. I think that maybe it's like on a more subliminal level, like <laughs> no, but it's like you're you don't even realize that you're you're like you're caving somehow or selling out or whatever. You're just naturally sort of becoming a little bit more what people want, just whether you mugging. like it or not. You know, That's what the, I've noticed as I go along here, I do a little more mugging on stage than <laughs> I did ten years ago. Um, Look for that, American <laughs> public. But the Seattle, February fourteenth, there'll be some mugging. There'll be some mugging. But but somebody was saying how how what they don't like. They were making fun of L.A. comics. You know, they were saying how L.A. comics they they don't know the road, man. They, they haven't been tested in the steel of it all. And you're like, it's true. You there are valuable things to be learned by doing the road. Sure. And well, they're saying there's not shitty crowds in L.A. Well, there's shitty crowds, but they're different shitty crowds. It's just L.A.'s insular. I had a chair thrown at me at a bar one time here in L.A. You know, so was it at like, a show or just yeah? You were just something <laughs> yeah. Off? yeah, it wasn't comedy related, but I just I just wanted to get it off my chest. The owner of the bar. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was time to leave i gotta give but, but think about the skills that you learn by playing like one town like new york or la all the time for the same 60 people three sure. times a week you have to write new material more often there you go you yeah. have to get really unique really quickly which just, is interesting about people. like new york you could still do just one city yeah and still oh. have new crowds and not oh because there's hundreds and hundreds not of worry venues. about repeating material yeah, yeah. maybe that's yeah. what la that's what like the eh, maybe that's LA. the la thing that's maybe that's the great thing about la is that you do have to write new material they i mean somebody saw me do 11 minutes at Tiger Lily or some damn thing. They saw me do some short set here in L.A. and I was supposed to do their club out in the Midwest and they canceled my my week. Wow. Because they were like, oh, she doesn't have the time. That didn't go very well. And I was like, wow, wow. that's the first time you've ever seen stand-up comedy in the Yeah, Los yeah. Right. Okay, thanks for not asking anything wow. about it, but good for you. That's and, amazing. But it was dumb, right? So, oh, but, yeah. I mean, there's But there are definitely different things to be learned at those different levels. and yeah. No, it's true. I mean, and and there's no real specific. Because uh, I always feel better? like I'm gonna like say something bad accidentally about people that are good at one thing that aren't good at another thing or whatever. But <laughs> right. it's like I honestly think like that there, there are saxophone players. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there are. Um, there are rooms, and I talk about this with my friends a lot, that, that could make you worse if you get good at them. Right. It's like, oh, great. Finally, I've figured out how um, to play at a bar where everybody wants to play pool, but I have to get them to watch me, and I'm good at it. It's like, well, congratulations. You can do those for the rest of your life. You know, you, right. right. Whatever it is that you did to get those people to watch you was probably just awful. You know, right. It's just like, hey, everybody look at me. There's a kazoo up my ass or something like that. You know, <laughs> It's right. like, it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting better. Right. at something because and when now so, when you're in the context of like a theater or the place that you'd ultimately like to be performing you probably don't want to be doing yeah. that or if you're on a the, you know if you're on a late night show doing a what? set it's not going to help you the fact that there's nobody unless, that's going to be playing pool they're going to be listening to what you're saying unless right. unless you think of it like the the Louis CK thing which is now at least you have 
something to do in front of that room and you don't have I me mean, like you know what i mean like you could be funny in front of every place because if you if that wasn't just his if you act, have a tool yeah if, 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 if you if have a tool that you can put tool. in your toolbox that yeah. you can yeah. pull out yeah no and that was a great scene when he uh in his show when he was playing for those military guys and he was just standing in there in front of them just trying to you know okay my job is to make you laugh and i'm sort of like that's a good example of how you get good at i mean like that would be terrifying for me right. to sit in front of like eight people and be a stand-up comedian two right. feet away from them with no mic or introduction or anything you know right. but yeah but they're they're so ex- i mean that whole military episode was, i know but was that good. but that particular setting they were like in a um in a closed setting like it was right before he brings up the acoustic guitar player it, it wasn't like the audience it was right. just like eight of them or something right, it was right. Just kinda, yeah it was pretty great yeah but but it is as one tool it's a great tool but yeah. you have to make sure that's not your only tool yeah because right? if you do it too long eventually you're going to lose whatever it was that was unique about you that might right, not those have been guys working that are, that are doing b and c rooms um and women or who you know whoever's doing those rooms and they're doing them 45 50 weeks a year yeah for 10 years eventually they end up writing you end up writing this the the jokes you write you know you, 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 you write, write for that you know. yeah and which um, is which is going tiny town to tiny town a mm-hmm. you can write that joke you can write jokes about getting fucked up uh and you can uh, and getting laid on the road yeah. and then you can or you can write if you want to keep it clean because you have some dream of TV clean. Like, you ever meet those guys? We're mm-hmm. like, I don't talk about, you know, getting messed up because I want to be on TV someday, but I'm still, I'm doing these C rooms for the last 12 years. Yeah. And you're like, well, yeah, like Jane about- Cook's never been on TV. Um, I mean, <laughs> like he's completely or, filthy. Yeah. You know, it's like, right. I think that whole uh, philosophy should be over by yeah, now. Yeah, I, like, well, I, I hope it is over. You can be extremely famous without being d- clean. Clean well, at I have, all. I do have a, a thing going right now where I'm kind of trying to stay mostly clean. I'm like, I'm obviously yeah, still well, here. But like, but no, but, but it's it, 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 this... Uh, I'm 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 kind of doing a little bit of like kids music stuff. Oh okay. So there's oh, right. like a whole like oh shit do I you know I stay totally you know like how I don't want to like alienate yeah, anybody but they might if they be come giants. to it thinking right right right. Those guys get to be both. You you can be both sides now. Right. Yeah, I mean I think um, I'm I'm actually always pretty amazed when somebody can be extremely funny and and suddenly halfway through I go wow we haven't heard any bad words at all. It's more of a to me, it's a little bit of like a a magic trick or something. Right. Like, well, that's, that's interesting <laughs> that this is all limited to such a. But the reality is, funny things happen in every situation. I think some people just decide, well, I don't want that to be something that I can't talk about because I don't want there to be anything that I can't talk about. Right. Right. Which is kind of where um, I feel like yeah. I've kind of put myself now because there are some things that are like I have a dark sense of humor and I can't really talk about those things. Yeah, no, you I don't have to talk that. about it with the seven year olds, right? I mean, you could talk about it with someone else. Yeah, even though remember that remember that no, episode I still of Friends and stuff, but <laughs> with the seven year olds, no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, remember that episode of Friends where Phoebe was singing? It was like, and the kids had come to the coffee shop. This is where that lady sings songs, and it's the truth. This is where that lady tells the truth, <laughs> and she would talk about like how some people. Have, the one of the songs was, "Some people have a mom and a dad. Some people have two moms. Some people have two dads." That's not how the song went. Yeah. But um, yeah. But it was, I mean, there was some version of that. Yeah. And yeah, you don't have to do the same material in front of every audience or whatever. But um, well, well, there's other guys. Um, that are really good friends of mine that are clean comics that uh, that just talk like sailors afterward. And, uh, oh, right, right. To anybody. Yeah, a lot of my friends that do, uh, you know, clean comedy are not necessarily Doug Stanhope, clean people. Doug Stanhope, squeaky, squeaky, squeaky clean. clean act. The weird thing about Stanhope is that offstage, 
he's the cleanest guy in the world. That yeah, guy, well, he's, he's very Christian. He's a, a devout Christian. He's constantly doing work <laughs> in the community to get everybody the uh, the sheer number of ecstasy that they need. Or I know. I mean, there's always something. He <laughs> gives, generous. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it feels self-conscious. Are you hearing my chewing? Because I'm chewing. A little bit. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. You're having a... It's a like nut. The, um, oh, by the way, if you're allergic to nuts, uh, these cashews were be- processed <laughs> in a plant. That, that joke. Oh, okay. Every, every episode. Every episode <laughs> likes to tell that joke. I'm not worried about it. It's like uh, <laughs> to nerd out a little bit. To, um, vegetables. Um, oh, yeah. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is the one doing the chewing. So we could say that Paul McCartney has been the guy chewing this whole time. That That's would right. be great. That's a little rough. That's right. But he studied. Uh, he'd been chewing so much in Germany. He knew exactly. Yeah, yeah. He knew exactly yeah, how to of, do it. A lot of <laughs> Who wrote that book? Malcolm... Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell. Outliers. All right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one. It's very, it's, it's very, um, because I don't know. Literary. It's very literary. It's like, you know, the opening is like, you know, you know, the, the, the foggy streets of, uh, you know, Liverpool or whatever were blanketed by the the autumn leaves, you know, like that kind of thing. But it's exciting. It's like, it's reading the beginning of a novel. Yeah. And that, you know, a lot of that kind of like, you know, and and a young man, 12 years old who didn't know that someday he'd be the most famous person in the world. You know, that kind of like gives you goosebumps type writing if That's it's awesome. the same one yeah is it, I mean, does, does it talk about 10,000 hours it takes to become a, a genius at something or um it might have been in there I don't know it's been several years I was drunk while I was driving listening to this thing <laughs> so I don't know I just remember really enjoying it but um, yeah, it, it's, it it's a biography like... I think it came out maybe five or six years ago or maybe okay. more I don't know uh, uh, but it's fantastic fair enough I just ordered the Meryl Marco uh, essay book it's like a like not autobiography but it's um it's a book of essays, and it's supposed to be great because uh, John Matta just told me to read it. Okay. So I ordered it. I'm not above it. Interesting. I'm not above do taking you, a suggestion. Do you read a lot of fiction? I do read a lot of fiction. You don't lead, lean one toward one I read... Uh, like Stanhope, I think, doesn't read any fiction at all. It's all nonfiction. He feels like it's a waste of time to read anything that didn't happen. <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> approach to it. He's yeah. living in the moment. Yeah. Uh, well, Doug, uh, and he listens to the show. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, and, he might. Uh, he, but he, um, well, yeah, have a I, lot of downtime in England. I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, um, I listen, I, I read everything. But he, he reads a lot. I, I don't want to take. I will say, uh, the book most recently that has made, that has made a profound difference, uh, has been the Ray Kurzweil, uh, Age of Spiritual Machines. That's a, hmm. Is it like a Louise Hay, book. you can heal your life kind of thing? Is no, it a self-help book? Or? No, no, it's it's a it's kind of a futurist like fiction projecting. Uh, no, no, fiction? it's it's not. No, it's it's. Well, it's I mean, in science fiction, in a way that he's just saying, like you know, um, here's where this all here's where my vision of technology is going to lead us. Oh, like in okay. ten years, there'll be very few core. Cool, I mean, like I think it was written in. I can't remember if it was 1999 or something like that. But he has like a every 10 years projection of like in 10 years, there will be and, you know, has been pretty of the age of spiritual machines. It's about it's mostly about AI, artificial intelligence. And 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 so it's just the the point at which what's that? It's speculative nonfiction is what it is. Okay, And it's all it's, it's it's kind of about the point at which, you know, technology. It's about the singularity where, you know, AI becomes seemingly alive and computers can you know pass the turing test and humans have so many technological uh imp- i don't want to say like like you know implants and and humanity starts to blur as to exactly oh, nice. what's a complete person and when do you know robots have rights and you know can they sue a person i'm like it's all yeah, yeah. and it's it's it 
And the, finally, the question will be asked, why was I programmed to feel pain? When, it'll finally be answered. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, it's, it's scary when these guys write like that because it's like so many times in the past, you know, sci-fi stuff has just completely come true. It was, oh, it's yeah. amazing I, how ahead of their time that they were because it's like we're actually dealing. scientists too, sure. don't you think? It's yeah, like, too. I'm going to make something because... I think I could do that. Because well, that's we the do think that? tank. Well, yeah. Right? I mean, that's just the, like, there well, are like no the, limits uh, to the writer. There's no limitation. It's just the just think tank. like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That was another one that I, I, I had never read, and then I was listening to it as a book on tape while I was on the road, and... At the time, I had my trio phone, you know, just to yeah. say how long ago this was, and um, and this this whole uh, there was this recurring thing of of this thing that it wasn't a book because if it had this many pages, it would be the size of the twin t- or you could fill oh, right, up the right. twin towers. I think maybe twin towers, which is which dates it also. But I'm like, well. That's my phone, because I can go on the internet on my phone, and there's no way you would be able to fit all of Which, those papers in a building. But it's right. like, I don't know if the, if the guy who wrote it, uh, Douglas Adams or whatever, n- knew that there was going to be a thing that I had in my hand when I was reading right. or listening to the book. Don't panic. Um, yeah, that that could actually do the thing that he was talking about, you right. know? And it's just like, it was, it's supposed to be this thing that's kind of hard to conceive, you know? But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. It's also unique to us that we can, having seen a lot of advancements in our own time, and we're, you know, in our early 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, perpetually, uh, yeah. Perpetually. But that we expect it, things to move very fast. Oh, like, I, you know, know. I, I expect in 10 years for the landscape to be almost unrecognizable. Whereas, you know, oh, yeah. our grandparents would be, you know, are blown away by things moving as fast as they are. But now it almost seems like, are we still using iPads? Really? Like, I kind of oh, feel like, are we, are, right. where's the, I know. you know, where's my you're my only hope, you know? I want yeah, my hologram yeah, exactly. video machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why am I still walking? You know, like what? <laughs> but it, it kind of is. Yeah. It's kind of like, I, but if it's, you, I feel like it's easier to project now. I think, that you've I seen think a Bakersfield, California will still look the same for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Modesto will not, will remain unchanged. <laughs> I was yeah. actually just saying the other day that like, as funny and, you know, uh, archaic as it feels like a milkman who comes to your house and ha ha drops off milk. I was like, that feels like in 10 years, that would be like, oh, that is bomb. You got a guy <laughs> yeah. that comes around and brings you fresh milk. That's incredible. Like, that feels like, oh, I wish we could get there. Yeah. To, like, oh, the yeah. people who have chickens in their backyards now, and you're like, chickens are gross. I mean, I love chicken. I love eggs, and yeah. I kind of want chickens, but I don't want to have to go wrestle a chicken for eggs every day. It's, uh, I understand I want to picture you doing that, like, in the morning. I'm going to have some You just eggs. squeeze it like a bag by a shoot out. It's really fun. No, but there is, I mean, I have a, a lemon tree and a lot of times I'll make fish or asparagus. Well, you've seen my cooking, you know, but, um, sure. <laughs> but I'll just, it's so cool to just go grab a lemon and then break it open and then just, uh, you know, squirt it on my, you know, yeah. Lemon, being from Wisconsin, fish. the fact that we have a lemon tree and an orange tree in our backyard is yeah. ridiculous to me. It's hmm. yeah. And, but, but what I'm saying is that's kind of the, I, the ideal is, yeah. and, and maybe who knows, maybe technology. Well, they, they already have these like micro gardens and stuff like that where you can make, you know, your own herbs or tomatoes or whatever mm-hmm. in an apartment in a city, you know. And um, so, yeah, maybe it will be like that eventually. We'll just all be kind of making our own food here. Yeah. Well, you know, we have a victory garden. I'll show you guys out in the backyard. You can oh, meet cool. Tiberius. He's our, he's our, my intern. He's uh, an iguana. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we have a, you know, because we're at war. And uh, so I'm Not growing anymore. some broccoli. Right. Oh, oh he's yeah. not in Iraq. Afghanistan. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. The, the one that uh, I've... I've <laughs> I have to say, I think I supported us going into Afghanistan. Yeah. I think I got that. When, when they said, hey, we're going to go in and get bin Laden because he's in Afghanistan. I think I said, oh, I understand that. 
at the time. Yeah. Uh, not realizing, of course, historically that no one's ever won that war. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Even though I had a vague idea about the Soviet Union, I had no idea about the British. Anyway, but the, yeah. um, but yeah, so we're, you know, we got a big, big garden out in the back that, uh, that I'm hoping to, and so we got herbs and strawberries and, and, and all kinds of stuff and broccoli growing back there. And see, and then if you had, let's say, all that and a pig. That's it, or a cow. Then you're done, yeah. You don't have to worry I about it. Like a chicken, 18. you wouldn't be able to live for like six months, you know, but I would say with a cow or a pig, you could That's why it. I trap cats. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a, a boatload of feral cats in our in our neighborhood, so uh, do I you know what that means? Past, actually. Hey, it's now been an hour and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so awesome. I could talk yeah. to you guys all afternoon. We're in the future. Oh, fun. This is so great. Relative Thank you so much for coming and supporting the show. Everyone should go to henryphillips.com and mikefurman.com and, of course, jackiecation.com. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?